Welcome to the Top of the Heat podcast. I'm your host, Maxwell Lacey, and on this show, we will discuss the good, the bad, and even the in-between of all those topics you didn't know you were interested in, all brought to you in a concise top four list. If you're not familiar with the show, it's structured in a top four format. As all good top fours do, we'll start with number four and work our way to the top. In between picks number three and number two, we have a spot we like to call this the stain slot. This isn't necessarily the worst in its category, but it's something that we feel like garners too much respect. It's a little overrated and generally leaves a stain on the rest of the category. So without any further ado, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of the Top of the Heat podcast. I'm here with a very esteemed guest, someone I've been trying to have on the show for a while, someone I've known for probably longer than anyone else I've known in my entire life. I'm here with a very smart woman, a graduate student, and also my younger sister, Dorian Lacey. How's it going? Pretty good. Happy to be here. Good. I'm happy, happy to have you on the show. Yeah, like I said, I've been trying to have you on the podcast for a while, and we couldn't really nail down a good topic to, to talk about or something you felt like you were excited enough to talk about. So I think we got a good one. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, listeners, you probably don't know, I'll break it down right now, that the category for this week is the best ice cream flavors. And there are a few parameters. I didn't include sherbet or any sorbets just because, in all reality, they're not even iced cream as mm-hmm. much as they are iced flavored water. And that's not me shitting on them, I'm just telling it like it is. <laughs> so, we grew up, and we weren't a super huge ice cream family by any means, but... We always enjoyed ice cream, and then as I, I, as we got older, I think we started to find our own different sort of palettes for ice cream. Would you agree? I uh, yeah, definitely. So, and that's why I thought this would be good because I know she likes ice cream a lot, and I I wasn't one of my favorite dessert. It was wasn't my favorite dessert growing up, but as I get older, you know, I'm getting more and more into it, and I definitely have the flavors that I really enjoy. So, without any further ado. I say we just dive directly into it. So, you're familiar with the show. So, in the number four position for the best ice cream flavors, what do you have, Dorian? So, for my number four of my number four best ice cream flavor, um, I have something that to me is very recognizable by its title, but maybe not to everyone. I think probably to more than I would think, but um, so I have something, I know that you're not a big fan of it, um, which illustrates our difference in palettes, but uh, it's, um, (laughs) it's, you know, it's one of those, not quite a classic flavor, but um, I feel like it's a twist on something that could be classic. So in my number four spot, I have Chunky Monkey, which is by Ben and Jerry's. Okay, nice, Chunky Monkey. I've had that one before, and to be honest, I don't love it. But <laughs> explain to me why you why it was good enough to make it into your top four. Well, first of all, I think the branding is fantastic. I mean... Chunky, I was doing research for this and I googled Chunky Monkey and instead of pictures of actual monkeys, I got pictures of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. So they're good at what they're doing. Obviously, it's recognizable by the name. And I just think it's like a killer combination. You know, the creamy banana, it's a nice, rich, smooth banana ice cream with, um, I learned today, banana shaped fudge chunks. And the fudge chunks oh, okay. are really solid so you know you're having a smooth ice cream and you get a solid chunk of fudge and it's not crunchy but it gets cold and you know when chocolate's cold it's uh yeah uh so then that and they add in walnuts which (laughs) i'm a big walnut person love walnuts in any context um and i it's hard to describe the texture of walnuts i think because Saying something is a smooth, crunchy feels like an oxymoron, but I don't know a better way to put 
walnuts. They're just somewhere in between the hard crunch of the fudge and the smooth texture of the banana ice cream. And I feel like that trio just, I mean, it can be beaten because it's in my number four, but can't be beaten by much. Yeah. And, and I get that. I've had the ice cream before. I'm not crazy about nuts. I, I guess I'll say this. I'm not crazy about walnuts. There's some I like. Um, the Chunky Monkey for me just, it was, I don't know why. It had like a little too much going on. That's fair. I think, but I mean, I remember we had it growing up a couple times. Growing up, I mean, we were probably, I was probably in high school. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I didn't think you'd put that on your list. I thought your really? picks would be... <laughs> Yeah, I know. I thought they would be like a little different, a little more like niche, but that's okay. That's exactly why I like this would be a good discussion. That is very, very different from what I had in the number four. So I like the dichotomy. And another interesting thing about this flavor is that um, it was suggested to Ben and Jerry's by a college student. So that right. wasn't even something that they came up with independently. They recognized it as a good idea or whether or not they did they decided to run with it and i think it's probably one of their most successful flavors so i don't know i think it's just probably not innovative anymore because it's like 40 year old flavor but it's i think it's on its way to becoming a classic yeah i mean definitely and ben and jerry's has so many flavors they've got like the old school classic yeah. ones they've got some sort of new school ones mm -hmm. so i think that that's definitely known by a lot of people and yeah. if if for nothing else than it's just like pithy, clever name, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. Chocolate chunks, banana flavor. I mean, that's that's. Mm -hmm. If this was a, a list about best ice cream flavor names, that might be on top. Chunky oh. Monkey. I don't know. That's a pretty good name. It'd be up <laughs> there with so. like Rocky Road or something. Or you know Moose Tracks, I mean? perhaps. Yeah, Moose Tracks yeah. or. Superman shit. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about uh, Superman. <laughs> that's a cool name. That's cool ish. <laughs> ish all right nice different than what i had in the number four position i guess i went more of the classical route and after looking at my list i don't want to say I, i'm basic when it comes to ice cream flavors but i like things that are rooted in <laughs> classic stuff i'm not gonna sit here and say vanilla <laughs> chocolate strawberry and the neapolitan no i'm not that's not <laughs> what i'm saying either but i've got something that's pretty well known it's got a tried and true, somewhat balanced flavor, and that is cookies and cream. Oh, okay, yeah. So this was originally, and there's some dispute here when I did some research, created in 1917 by a man named Malcolm Ooh, Stogo. That old. 1979, excuse me. Oh. <laughs> um, so if you're not familiar with cookies and cream, you must have been living under a rock, or maybe you just are lactose intolerant severely. <laughs> so I'll break it down. It's made of a vanilla ice cream and crumbled chocolate sandwich cookies, Oreos. <laughs> Not always Oreos due to, you know, branding and marketing agreements and things like that. But I just think the soft, like dense, claggy texture of the Oreos, mixing with the smooth texture of the ice cream is really good. It's not too crazy like i said I, th I thought the chunky monkey had a little bit too much going on this mm -hmm. has just the cookies and the cream and the ice cream yeah it's got a really cool look no mm -hmm. one really thinks about that but it's got that like sort of dalmatian effect mm -hmm. it's like white with the dark i don't want to say black dark 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 <laughs> dark brown cookies <laughs> um, broken up peppered throughout you said what approaching black yeah exactly uh timeless flavor it's not too chocolatey not overly sweet. Um, it's got a couple variations, and its root, it's really Oreos and milk. Yeah. Right, and you can't yeah. beat that really. No, it's it's a hit. Yeah. It always has been. Especially so. as it starts to get a little melty, yes. or or the Oreos aren't crunchy in there; they're kind of like soft. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's almost like they've already been soaked in milk, and then they put them in the Which ice cream. Is all I've ever wanted from an Oreo. Yeah. To begin with. For sure. So cookies and cream in the number four position. Feeling good about that. I was a little... I was thinking, I was like, cookies and cream in the number four, but it's so good. But then I remembered, this is the top four. So it means it's better than all of the other flavors that I could think of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't have cookies and cream on my list, but 
I love sugar in any form, and Oreos have sugar. Oreos and milk <laughs> has it has the sugar from the Oreos, but Oreos with ice cream that's extra sugar, which to me is only gonna make it better. I don't see how it could make it worse. Plus, like you said, the Oreos kind of get softened. If I'm having cookies and cream and there's a crunchy Oreo in there, we have a problem. That's yeah. I'm not I, I interested. Want a crunchy Oreo. But that's not the standard, which is good. Mm-hmm. So I think cookies and cream is a fair choice for number four. Yeah, I think people would agree. Uh, I don't know. A classic one. I mean, 1979, it's been around a while. You mm-hmm. can't go wrong with cookies and cream. Yeah. There's a reason it's still so popular. Yeah, same with the the Chunky Monkey, I guess. Not for well, me. It's been discontinued, so. Oh, it has? Yeah. Dang, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I spoke too soon. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners, I spoke too soon. But, okay, moving on to the number three. So in the number four position, Dorian, our guest, and my sister had the Chunky Monkey. I had the Cookies and Cream. What do you have in the number three position? So for number three, I have something that I would never expect, and I doubt you're expecting. Um, This one, to me, is a little bit more sentimental, almost, just because I think part of the reason I enjoyed it is because of the time, the first time I tried it, but I think it's a really interesting flavor, a really clever idea, unexpected, and a really surprising, surprisingly successful combination. But so my number three is um, basil ice cream. Basil ice cream. Basil, that's okay. right. The herb. Uh, explain to me a little bit why. So I, um, this was when I was in um, Argentina. I went to see you in 2019. And I went to a gathering with um, a friend of mine and someone there, I don't know if it was homemade or if they had gotten it from an ice cream shop somewhere. I don't know. I didn't do a lot of exploring, Um, but someone, they kept saying they had basil ice cream and I didn't know the word for basil in Spanish and they kept saying it and they kept saying alvaca and I thought they were saying alpaca. So I I was really confused as to why we were having alpaca ice cream and why it didn't taste like anything I would imagine that to be. But then I asked and it was not alpaca, it was basil. And it was like, I guess it's basil and lemon, mm-hmm. but it doesn't sound like it would be a good flavor. Sounds refreshing. Refreshing is the best way to describe it. So refreshing, remarkably refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> and just kind of creamy, but more than refreshing more than anything Mm -hmm. i guess the focus wasn't so much on the creaminess and like the richness of the ice cream as much as um i don't know they really tried to highlight the herb in a way that you wouldn't expect in a dessert or at least that i wouldn't expect so i was surprised by that and that's uh that's and that's exactly what i mean none of my flavors are sort of off the beaten path like Mm -hmm. that but that sounds good that's something i would enjoy like basil and lemon i love basil it's definitely a refreshing herb and you know lemon's classic yeah i could see that being refreshing uh i don't know how i would feel about that on a cone or something like that yeah but not saying it would be bad Mm -hmm. i just was it very sweet was it it was not very sweet muted yeah and i agree with you about it not belonging on a cone. I feel like cones are for the classic flavors that you take outside in the summer. Yeah. And I don't, I love it, but I don't think basil is one of those flavors. Mm-hmm. Feels like more of an indoor, in a cup kind of thing. Definitely in a cup. Does not belong on a cone. But has its place. Yeah. Not outside, but has its place. <laughs> yeah, and definitely sort of like a craft. Yeah. Craft ice cream or craft flavor. Yeah. I'm sure as uh culinary advancements happen that'll be more more and more popular and doing research i saw so many different ice cream recipes people Mm -hmm. have ice cream makers at home and they're making crazy delicious flavors with like local ingredients and things like that so 
I'm sure things like that will become more mainstream, especially, you know, as the health-conscious eating becomes bigger and bigger, I think natural flavors like that will be mm-hmm. more more prevalent. Yeah, and, you know, you have, of course, the classic flavors, the timeless flavors, and those have their place. They're classic for a reason. They'll probably always be a big part of the ice cream landscape, but... You also have, like you've said, people are trying new things, people are making new flavors, trying new combinations, and I think I'm just really excited to see where that will take us in the future of ice cream. Because if we have basil, I never, if someone told me two years ago, well, I had it two years ago, if someone told me four years ago, you're going to have basil ice cream and you're going to like it, I would think that was really stupid, but um, I don't know. I wonder what I'll try this year or the next year that is fantastic yeah. and unexpected. Basil, who knows who be cilantro? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that would That'd be, be amazing. Yeah. Be <laughs> Except wild. for those people with that bullshit gene. Yeah, the cilantro hating gene. I was talking about that someone earlier today. It makes it taste like soap. So unfortunate. If any of the listeners have that gene, no. I sincerely apologize. So sorry Try you. parsley. It looks the same. <laughs> Moving on. Speaking of natural flavors... My number three actually is a natural flavor, you could say. And I will very much venture to say it's one of the OG flavors. Mm-hmm. And anybody who's listening that knows about my favorite fruits or the flavors of protein shakes I like or the flavor of milk that I like could probably guess that in number three position, I've got strawberry ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean a real good strawberry ice cream. Mm -hmm. And not to say the strawberry you buy at the store is bad, but I prefer the one that has real strawberries and chunks throughout, you know? It's it's a lot better. That's the one I'm talking about, so envision that. Mm -hmm. But strawberry ice cream invented in 1813 in the United States, right? That's That's crazy. By the first lady, Dolly Madison, during James Madison's inauguration was Mm. when it was first released to the masses, I guess. So it's made by blending in fresh strawberries or strawberry flavoring, unfortunately, <laughs> with the classic ice, cl- ice cream recipe used to make ice cream. One of the flavors in Neapolitan ice cream as well, which is the big three, chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, <laughs> to create, I guess, the fourth big one, which is Neapolitan. In any case, <laughs> some of the reasons why I think strawberry belongs on this list, why I think it's elite, just classic flavor. Strawberries. I mean, you got you can have strawberry anything. It's tangy. It's sweet. It's delicious. Because of its color, it makes the ice cream vibrant and pink. Yeah. It's fun. It looks cool. It, it looks classy. It looks childish. I'm a Renaissance man myself. I like to consider myself a Renaissance man. So, a good strawberry ice cream is you know delicious. The tanginess of the strawberries balances really well with the creaminess and sweetness of the ice cream and so it takes a little bit of the sweet away i think with especially Mm -hmm. with real strawberries you bite into a chunk of strawberry kind of balances everything and that outside of one of the ice creams on my list that is kind of a through line is i like balance Mm -hmm. and all the food i've talked about i like balance and i like differences in texture if not it's the same it's one note and it just becomes boring it becomes too much at times i foresaw that choice i know you've always been a strawberry guy big strawberry guy yeah i mean it's delicious yeah, but I do think it is important to make that classification of, like, something with, I don't know, strawberry extract, strawberry yeah. flavor, whatever it is, versus, like, more authentic strawberry. Yeah. Because it's a big difference. One of the, the artificial one just kind of tastes like pink at this point, mm-hmm. and that's not what strawberries taste like. Yeah, they... They taste like red. They do... They t- yeah, they taste like red. <laughs> so... It's you can find it pretty much all over, and like I said, the tanginess brings a lot of balance to it. It's delicious. I mean, strawberry ice cream—that's a classic. It's I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of chocolate, <laughs> so this was always my go-to when I used to get the Neapolitan ice cream. I would eat all the chocolate first, so then I would be left with just the strawberry and the <laughs> and the vanilla, mm-hmm. and I would eat those at my leisure. But, yeah, it's a play on strawberries and cream, which is just as classic as the strawberry ice cream. So what about, um, do you put any topping, toppings on the 
strawberry ice cream, like hot fudge. I know that's a common. Uh, not me. No, I'm not a big chocolate guy. If I had to choose a topping to put on the strawberries, and people are gonna say, "Oh, it's strawberry inception," I'd just put fresh cut strawberries. You know, I was gonna. I I think that's the best choice. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I would go with. So yeah. Yeah, that's. I expected that from you. I could have predicted that easily. Glad I didn't disappoint. Now on to my favorite segment of the show. Mm-hmm. Hopefully the listener's favorite. If it's not their favorite, that's okay. I do the show for myself mostly anyway. <laughs> but the stain slot. Like I say every week, if you don't know what that is, I encourage you to listen to the episodes from the beginning or from episode number one where I explain everything, but I explain everything at the top of the episode. In the interest of being a good host and continuity, I'll break it down again. The stain slot isn't necessarily the worst in its category. I'm not saying this is bad. I'm I'm not even saying objectively that it's a poor ice cream flavor. What I am saying is that it's overrated. I think it gets too much respect, and it just generally doesn't live up to its hype, and it doesn't live up to the other picks on this list. So it's not pulling its weight. So in the stain slot, for the best ice cream flavors... What do you have? So my stain slot, I think, is... I think a lot of children might disagree with me. Um, But I just, you know, like you described, I just think it's overrated. And I don't really get it. I never really have. And I think it's annoying. (laughs) So my stain slot is birthday cake ice cream. I don't, it baffles me. If you want birthday cake, just have birthday cake. (laughs) (laughs) Or like, it's, I don't know, there's the classic combo of birthday cake with ice cream. Mm -hmm. And after a little bit of research, birthday cake ice cream is usually like vanilla with some sprinkles in it. So just have vanilla ice cream and put sprinkles on it. Like, I don't understand why this needs to be an ice cream that has to be made Like, I just feel like it's unnecessary. Mm -hmm. There are ways to get what people want from birthday cake ice cream without needing birthday cake ice cream. Just have birthday cake and have ice cream. And I understand, like, it's easier to combine them, but it's, like, it's stupid to me. Like, just have birthday cake. Yeah. And it's because it's mostly, like, vanilla and some cakey flavoring which what even does that mean um birthday cake is usually vanilla anyway so i it's just i'm it's so uninteresting to me i don't understand but i feel like the main attraction and why i mentioned that a lot of children are probably big fans of this um is the colors yeah which i feel like birthday cake ice cream is more of a visual treat than anything yeah because it's not it doesn't taste special it's nothing exciting it looks nice, but if you're eating with your eyes, then hell yeah, birthday cake ice cream. But if you're really trying to enjoy the flavor, I don't understand why anyone would go here trying to satisfy that. But Yeah, and what you say about birthday cake is correct, because good cake is good cake, regardless of if it's birthday cake yeah. or like a pound cake. Mm-hmm. We're looking for something that's generally moist, not too dense, mm-hmm. you know, kind of airy, but again, not falling apart. You don't yeah. want it to be crumbly. Mm-hmm. With a decent icing, but not so much. That Across the board, that's kind of what you want in a good cake. Yeah. And so the fact that one is vanilla and colorful, and mm-hmm. the other is chocolate with icing, if it's good cake, it's good cake. Yeah. I, I do agree with what you're saying about the colorful thing, because you think birthday cake ice cream, birthday cake cake pops, birthday cake flavored anything. Mm-hmm. I could have birthday cake gum, and if yeah. I brought it out of the package, and that shit was not colorful, <laughs> I'd be like, why am, why am I getting played? That's I the whole this. point. Yeah, that's the, that's the whole part of it. <laughs> So I understand that. And like you said, I guess maybe your mind tricks you into thinking it tastes mm-hmm. different than it does. Yeah. Because after you say it's really just vanilla ice cream with sprinkles, I'm like, I guess I could just do that. Yeah. Or just have the cake. And I don't mean to oversimplify it because I'm sure, I mean, some birthday cake ice creams I've had have had more of like a like a denser texture to try uh-huh. and mimic that cake thing. But like you said, a good cake has certain qualities that good ice cream doesn't have. So how could you expect to get 
the benefits of good cake in ice cream. You're just setting yourself up for disappointment. If you want good cake and good ice cream, you have to have them separately. You can't have the best of both worlds here. Yeah. Have you always had beef with birthday cake flavored things? Because I think I might have heard of this before. <laughs> I mean, if I'm at a birthday, then... Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, for when sure. In Rome. For sure. Well, I was about to say when in Rome. <laughs> but... Birthday cake slaps. If I think... It depends. I think... I don't know. I like birthday cake. I think the icing can be a bit much, which is a big 180 from Child Dorian. Child Dorian ate the icing exclusively and was not interested in the cake. Now I don't, not a big fan of the icing. It's just kind of sickly, but um, no, I haven't always felt this way, but just as I've, you know, in the past couple of years, once I turned eight, I no longer saw the attraction yeah. to birthday cake ice cream, so... That's a yeah. flavor I don't even remember seeing until I got older, um, with the rise of Funfetti and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. All visual. Yeah, all of them. Which I, is, I it's, it. it's valuable, but yeah, it's I mean, just, to me, if I'm thinking about what I like in ice cream, it's how it tastes, and honestly, if it looks ugly and tastes amazing, that's kind of more interesting to me than if it looks uh, amazing and tastes like vanilla. I disagree on that part. But well, that's okay. That's why that's why you're here. <laughs> so that was a good pick. That's exactly what the stage slot should be. Something that's you know just kind of uninteresting, doesn't really live up to the hype. I think I might get backlash for this one because this is a flavor I think a lot of people love. Oh, and I've heard a lot of people talk in detail about how much they love. But in the stain slot for me, I have chocolate chip cookie dough. Okay. <laughs> Do you like that one? You go on, go on. I, and so a little background. The flavor was said to be created by Ben and Jerry's, and the idea came from an uh, anonymous suggestion in this flavor suggestion box. Mm-hmm. So similar to the Chunky Monkey. Yeah. And it's basically vanilla ice cream with chunks of cookie dough and chocolate chips. Mm-hmm. Simple, right? Everyone, everyone on here has heard me talk about Little Debbie's. At some point, you'll hear me talk about cookies. I love all of that. I even love cookie dough. What I don't think is great is having an ice cream that then has cookie dough in it because the cookie dough kind of just maintains its doughy texture enough to be close-ish to the ice cream. Yeah. And so there's not a huge texture change. And because the cookie dough is dough and it hasn't been cooked yet, it's not as flavorful as a cookie. And so it's really just kind of doughy, doughy balls of cookie rolling around in the ice cream. But cookie, the cookie dough used in, in cookie dough ice cream doesn't taste like cookies. It literally just tastes like cookie dough. That's true. It doesn't, if it did, we would be talking about something different. Mm-hmm. But, and cookies that could be due to corporations not having the money to use real actual cookie dough. Maybe they have some substitutes that they're working with to, you know, save money. This is business and products we're talking about. So obviously... But basically, vanilla ice cream with toppings. Mm-hmm. It's a sweet with a sweet, so. Which to me is a win, but. <laughs> yeah, it's just a little much for me. Um, and there's no texture change to really balance that out. Mm-hmm. Can I ask a question? Yeah. So, chocolate chip cookie dough, does that mean the cookie dough is chocolate chip cookie dough? Yes, and there's chocolate chips throughout. Okay, see that? I agree. I think that's a little excessive. I mean, yeah. It, even if it was just the cookie dough and the vanilla ice cream, it would still be in the stain slot for the record. Yeah, and I think with the... <laughs> understood. <laughs> um, with the cookie dough thing, I think you're right. And um, I I feel like as big baking has tapped into the nice. um, <laughs> that market of cookie dough like people eating cookie dough before they bake the cookies yeah um obviously they've wanted to make that safe so they have to change the recipe a little because they can't be feeding people raw eggs or they'll be in trouble so it tastes different from the cookie dough that people grew to love yeah i think and i i think a lot of people can identify that but um yeah i think it's just it's not the same they they want you to think it's the same but And every time I ate it, I found myself saving the cookie dough to try to get a lot of cookie dough in one bite, Mm -hmm. which made me realize the cookie dough was the main event, which made me realize, cool, I should have just had cookie dough because this barely even tastes like... Cut out the middleman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So similar to your pick, 
to a degree. I mean, you know. Yeah. It's so, yeah. And this week in my Saints slot, we got chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream. Um, created in 1984 by Ben and Jerry's in Vermont, wow. the U.S. of A. Yeah, it's been around a little while. I don't give a fuck. I think it's overrated. I'm standing on that. <laughs> I'm surprised by Ben and Jerry's. I didn't realize how prolific they were. Yeah, in, major like, players. I didn't know Setting the standards, either. really. For sure. All right, so moving on to the number two position. So, I obviously this is the second best, but the only this is almost this almost a perfect ice cream. Mm-hmm based on your ice cream rubric, if Mm -hmm. you will. What do you have in the silver medal or the number two position? I think almost a perfect ice cream is a pretty good way to introduce my number two. I, it's just, it's, I mean, you mentioned earlier that cookies and cream was kind of a classic. We touched on the classics. Um, Oh, yeah. This one is a classic. It is the classic. It's <laughs> it's just there's a reason it's so enduring and it's it's the face of ice cream. You think of ice cream, this is what you think of. My number 2 pick is vanilla. Okay vanilla ice cream and if we have to pick between the subcategories of vanilla i choose vanilla bean but vanilla as a whole i think is it's a giant of ice cream yeah and that can't be denied for sure yeah it can't be denied it goes with everything there's name something vanilla ice cream doesn't go with i mean i'd be hard pressed you can't (laughs) (laughs) you can't it goes with everything it's just i mean especially something that's warm or even cold like cold fruit anything vanilla ice cream will make it better that's just and yeah i there's no way you can go wrong with vanilla in my eyes and it just it goes with anything and i don't think so you think putting vanilla ice cream with any other dessert or any other fruit levels both of them up yes okay I'm sure there's an exception out there, yeah, but I, mean, I thought about it for a little bit, and I don't know, like, peanut butter and vanilla. That'll go well. Not a stellar combination, but it won't be bad. That'll be probably delicious, actually. Yeah, and, you know, I don't like cooked fruit, really, but throw some vanilla ice cream in the mix, and I'm interested. Yeah, like some bananas foster. Yeah. Yeah. You get that working. It just, it makes everything better, and it balances out, um... Like, if you're having pie or something, like apple pie, for me, it's not enough moisture, which is, I don't know if that's the right way to articulate how I feel about it, but it needs something, like, not a lubricant, but something to just make it a little easier, and I feel like vanilla ice cream is like that. Sloppier, yeah. Yeah, that, it's that, um... The catalyst. Like the way a sub needs some sort of sauce on it, or else it's just like boring and dry, kind of. <laughs> well, I disagree with that because I don't need <laughs> sauces on my subs. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. But I do. It's that that concept, that that theory. There, it's the same. Yeah, yeah. I think it, like you said, I think it levels everything up, and it's. It was. I mean, I looked into it. It was created in the 1780s jesus it was brought over by thomas jefferson from the french and like you know the french cuisine and stuff like they're into their flavors 1780s mm-hmm. it's almost Damn. as old as the united states of america and it's Damn. been a hit this whole time yeah which isn't an accident that's probably because they didn't have other flavors and shit back then yeah but, but i mean so do you <laughs> is vanilla in the number two place for you because it's a giant of the ice cream game and it's timeless or because you really think it's that good? I think both. Yeah. Like, I have vanilla ice cream in my freezer at home right now because normally I like to have it with something, but if I don't, vanilla ice cream is still a victory to me. Yeah. But the reason I have it in my number two and not number one is because it's good alone, but it's not fantastic alone. Or it's fanta- I think it's fantastic. Let me rephrase. It's good alone, but it's made better by something else yeah. almost all the time. 
So, but there are other ice creams out there that don't need a compliment to be incredible. Yep. I feel that. Like, my number two doesn't need a compliment at all, I don't think. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll just go fuck myself. No. <laughs> to segue, I guess. Probably the shittiest segue in podcasting history, but hey, we're working. In my number two, I've got an ice cream that is a little niche, not something I think everybody will know. But I had it for the first time at Grader's. So if anybody's listening, Grader's is a Cincinnati-based ice cream company. And it's a lot of people heard me say Grader's and are probably thinking black raspberry chip. And you'd be wrong. Boom. Pull the fast one. Number two spot, I've got cinnamon ice cream. (laughs) That shit slaps. (laughs) So cinnamon ice cream is exactly what it sounds like. An ice cream... Flavored with cinnamon and brown sugar. Um, use, a lot of times I'll use cinnamon oil a little bit in the ice mm. cream, I guess. Which could be partially the reason that the ice cream is like super creamy. I don't know. Maybe they just do it right at Graders. But uh, this isn't exclusive to Graders. I've had it at a number of different places. Even here in uh, Bloomington. Currently in Bloomington for anybody that didn't know. And a lot of times it'll have pieces of cinnamon streusel or just like a thick cinnamon glaze like swirled mm-hmm. throughout. Yeah. Um, this is, if there's no streusel in it, like no crunch or crisp factor, this is the only one on my list that doesn't have texture change. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, but it's just so rich. And yeah. I love, if you heard the Little Debbie episode I did with Corey Krause, I talked about honey buns on there that were pretty much glorified cinnamon rolls, which I love. If you haven't listened to that, that's another great episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it pairs wonderfully with any baked goods. You got some apple pie, dropping some cinnamon ice cream on that. Ooh. Peach cobbler. I didn't think about that. Yeah, a blueberry crumble, anything. Wow. You put a cinnamon on top of it, you're leveling up. And not just leveling up a little bit, you know, like making it more moist. We're talking. We're adding layers. That's you true. You know what I mean? So. That's true. It, this one's a lot opinion based I think simply because I just love that cinnamon brown sugar mm-hmm. vibe it's great in pop tart form it's great in that's true pastry form it's bait it's great in ice cream form clearly but it just is fire and speaking of Ben and Jerry's they actually have one it's called cinnamon buns mm-hmm. for anybody who hasn't <laughs> had it it's fire it's brown sugar like cinnamon flavored ice cream with the streusel but it also has some cinnamon bun dough mm-hmm. dough balls in there it's really good a little bit too niche i think to put on this list because mm-hmm. that's a specific like ben and jerry's flavor that's not even sold everywhere mm-hmm. but dynamite yeah i have to agree i that's another one i foresaw because i know every time we go to graders max is getting cinnamon that's just yeah i mean it's so good yeah it's and, I've had it probably mm-hmm. six times, or like from six different places, a number of times, mm-hmm. but not it's not as popular as cookies and cream or strawberry, yeah. or even my number one pick. But it is really good. Yeah, really good. And I didn't, I hadn't thought about that. You know, I just talked about how vanilla can make everything better, but I mean, if vanilla can make an apple pie good, what can cinnamon do? Yeah. My only argument would be if someone said, "Oh, well, it's the cinnamon with the cinnamon. Maybe the vanilla adds a little more balance," and and it may. Mm-hmm. But in terms of ice cream, if I had a bowl of cinnamon ice cream and a bowl of vanilla, I have to take the cinnamon. Thus, I put it in the number yeah. two position. I think without compliments, without any toppings, anything extra, I think cinnamon. That's, yeah. you know, a formidable opponent to vanilla. And it rarely gets served with toppings. This I struggled. I almost put this in number three and moved old strawberry up mm-hmm. to number two. <laughs> but I just if I saw the two sit next to each other, I thought which one I would get. And it yeah. would probably be the cinnamon. Maybe I'm biased. It's... You know, Christmas time, it's somewhat of a seasonal flavor. <laughs> but I don't care. Cinnamon ice cream in the number two position. Yeah. If you haven't tried it, give it a try. If you're in Ohio, hit up a Grater's. I'm sure mm-hmm. they probably have it. If you're in Bloomington, hit up the, uh, what's the ice cream spot over there by the... Um, I want to say Herschel's, off of but Kirk, off I of don't know. Kirkwood, I forget what it's called. But Something you, with an H. You know what I'm talking about. Something with an H over there. Hetzel's? Is that what it is? Maybe, I don't know. Who knows? In any case, <laughs> moving forward, did you have any honorable mentions? I did. Like I did have some honorable ice creams mentions. that were good, but for whatever reason weren't good enough to mm-hmm. make it into the top four. Yeah. So cinnamon, like you said. Oh, nice. cinnamon's pretty good. Um, cookie dough. 
I did have cookie Damn. dough. I think that that kind of makes me a hypocrite because, you know, I talked so much about if you want birthday cake, have birthday cake and skip the birthday cake ice cream. You know, I could make that argument for cookie dough, but I'm not going to because <laughs> I'm just going to let myself be a contradiction. Um, I think it's awesome. Um, lavender ice cream, a variety of lavender type flavors I enjoy a lot. Um, I think it's another one, especially when it's purple, that's, yeah, that's a special cool. treat. Um, it's another one like basil that it's a little out there, not a typical flavor, but you know, I think underrated for sure. And, uh, mint chocolate chip, nice. mint chocolate chip. I thought that would be on your list for yeah, sure. It's, I mean, definitely honorable mention. Do so you many think it friends. would be on my list? Um, no, I wouldn't have been surprised, but that wasn't one of the ones that I expected you to. There's still number one spot left, but... Yeah. I have... Lots of my friends hate mint, which seems sad to me, but they all say it tastes like toothpaste, Yeah. No, toothpaste tastes like mint. It's for a reason. I was actually talking with someone tonight, and she said exactly that. Everyone says it tastes like toothpaste. It's a really polarizing flavor. It is. And I'm on the right side. I would agree. Because my honorable mentions, I also have mint chocolate chip. I've got the black raspberry chocolate chip. I also have a butter pecan. Ooh. Yeah, a little salty sweet action. Yeah. And pecan is... I don't know, I like pecans. Like, as as a nut. Not walnuts, though. Don't like walnuts. Pecans, I feel like, have their place in a lot of different things. You know, they're healthy. They're, like, almost tender. And you know walnuts I mean? aren't? I don't like to, walnuts the same. <laughs> What's different? I don't know. <laughs> okay, fair I feel enough. like pecan's a common man's nut. I don't love walnuts. <laughs> They're always in bigger chunks and I don't prefer them to be in. Fair enough. Yeah. Fuck walnuts. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck pecans. What the hell? <laughs> but yeah, butter pecan, pecan, butter pecan, whatever. It's really good. <laughs> so, alright, on to the number one. The gold medal spot. Okay. The reason I do a top four on this podcast is because I'm a wrestler and in all senior level international wrestling tournaments, all the ones you want to win, only the top four placers get a medal. So the fifth is left on the outside looking in. And so to honor that, here on the top of the heap, we just do the top four. So in the number one, the best ice cream flavor, the gold medal position, what do you have? All right. Well, I think what you said a couple minutes ago about you were deciding between vanilla and cinnamon you thought about uh or strawberry and cinnamon mm-hmm. is that what you said strawberry yeah and, cinnamon. and you thought about if they were both sitting there which one would you take that's how i decided between my number two and number one vanilla versus this one which it's it's been mentioned a couple times so far i think it's just incredible dazzling beautiful delectable um and fun to look at. So my number one is black raspberry chocolate chip. Yeah. I so. didn't see that one coming. But. I didn't either. Honestly, I was thinking about it and thinking about the ice cream that just I always come back to. If if other things don't sound satisfying, this one always does. It mm-hmm. never sounds like a disappointment and it never is. And, you know. You can get it from at like lots of places, but I think Graders is you know they're known for it, and um, yeah, the flavor it was started in the seventies. They mm-hmm. uh, had a black raspberry chip or black raspberry flavor by itself, and the owner was like, uh, "Let's see what happens if I put some chocolate chips in," and it was so good that they said, "Forget the black raspberry. Like people are here for this." And, you know, the rest is history. It's their signature flavor. If you think of Graters, you think of that purple ice cream with those big chocolate chunks. But, you know, with Chunky Monkey, the chunks are really hard to Mm -hmm. bite down on. But with the chunks in black raspberry chip, they're, like, chewy and soft. Somehow. I don't know how. they're already almost melted or something. Yeah. In the middle of ice cream. It's baffling. Um... And it's dark chocolate, and I'm not even a big fan of dark chocolate, but in this case, it works really, really well. And 
I don't know, something about it. I'm sure there's some nostalgia there, but yeah, that's my Black that's raspberry my chocolate chip. That's a good one. It's yeah, I was thinking about that. I almost put it on the top four, but just thinking about if they were all laid out in front of me, what I would be picking. And this one probably wouldn't have my number one wouldn't have been my number one probably up until a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. But I've just been on such a strong salty sweet kick, God. and I love salty sweet. I love balance. I love there tangy and sweet. And so my number one position, I have the salted caramel. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't like that one? <laughs> no. It's so good. You know that I don't do salty sweet. It's so good. To me... If there was a way they could put pretzels in that shit, I would vote for it. I understand that. Because the texture, I would maybe be interested in that. But to me, salty sweet, the salty is just unnecessary. I'm only interested in the sweet ever. Nah, you need to balance it. The way I look at it is like this. So, the salt... So, to give a little background before I break down the metaphor. Salted caramel. Uh, the flavor of salted caramel was created in French in the 1960s. Not to say that's when the ice cream was created. It started being employed in ice cream in the 1990s and finally went mainstream in 2008 with the help of Haagen-Dazs. They made it like big time popular. Mm. And then it hit mainstream after that. That was a, probably about the time it got to Jenny's. They had a really good salted caramel for anybody from Columbus, Jenny's ice cream. But the way I look at the salty sweet, right, is you got the sweet. That's like... Like, to make it a metaphor to, like, drugs or something. That's, like, the downer. Okay. You know what I mean? It's, like, heavy. But then you got the, the the salty, the savory. That's, like, the upper. So you mix them together and you got yourself just, like, a speedball of, like, deliciousness. <laughs> you know? Because sometimes you eat the sweet and then you want some salty. Got to level it out. You want the salty, you eat, you, want, you eat some salty, you want the sweet to level it out. So you just, like, this has them both is why it's so delicious it checks the salty sweet box the caramel itself has like a buttery kind of flavor already match that with the sweetness of the ice cream the richness the creaminess of it it's super balanced and they have some variations of it like salty salted caramel truffle which have chunks of chocolate in it with which then has caramel on the inside that is salted oh. it, with itself Ooh. it's salted in there i i don't understand how you can hear chunky monkey and say that's too much going on and then salted caramel with chunks of chocolate that have more caramel inside of them that's not too much for you no it doesn't have bananas and nuts and chocolate <laughs> that's like three things that's three things it's two things it's ice cream caramel that's ice cream caramel and chocolate you don't but count chocolate, car- you don't count caramel twice because it's on the outside and but it's a separate presentation it doesn't matter you have the caramel and then you bite it's just like that new texture inside the crunchy of the chocolate yeah it's layers of texture because the, the caramel in there is like the oozy kind of caramel i guess i don't know because i seriously truly truly I'm surprised by this. First of all, I didn't. I no, I'm not because you love your salty sweet, whatever. But I almost put salted caramel in my stains a lot. Really? But Damn. I didn't because I know that it's just Dorian who doesn't like salty sweet things. I know that it's like objectively a good flavor uh-huh. because that salty sweet is like a good thing, I guess. But no, not for me. It's just. If I'm if it's salted caramel, take away the salt and then I'm fine. Like it's not necessary for me. No, it's better. Like to be honest, it's this is gonna sound gross to a lot of people, but I wish it was saltier. That does sound gross. <laughs> I mean, not so much that it makes the ice cream melt, but like <laughs> why is that go on? I don't know, I figure if salt melts ice on the road, it'll probably melt like frozen ice cream probably. too. Probably. <laughs> like I don't want chunks of pink Himalayan or anything on it, but like I mean if I had a couple like kernels of some sea salt in there, I wouldn't be mad. Oh. It's just, I don't know. Some ice cream is so sweet and overly. Mhm. I know, agree. Rich. I agree with but that. But the, the salt balances it out perfectly to me, oh. and I like that it doesn't have too much going on. Mhm. It's balanced and that. Yeah. I don't know. It's important to me in all food, and I I find myself trying to come to conclusions about different kinds of food and i don't want them all to lean towards balance but ice cream is just a delicious treat that has become synonymous with summer and good feelings 
Today, with the culinary advancements that have been made, there are so many flavors available to us. However, the ones that I think will go down in the books as some of the best of all time are the flavors that aren't overly complicated, but manage to put a spin on the classic sweet flavors we are used to, be that berries, you know, or vanilla, chocolate. Ice cream is known as a sweet treat. While it doesn't have to be sweet, I find the flavors that can satisfy that post-meal or midday sweet tooth without overdoing it are the ones I find myself coming back to. The best things in life are balanced, and ice cream flavors are no exception. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I know I've been bugging you for a while to try to get you on here, and this was a good episode. I had a fun time putting together this list and discussing, you know, our picks. Yeah, I had a good time too. I I never really think too much about ice cream besides when I'm deciding what to have for dessert. So, yeah, I had a thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Did you have anybody you wanted to shout out or anything like that? Um, not really. I mean, shout out to you. I enjoy the podcast. Oh, I appreciate Look forward it. to something to play on my drive every Thursday. So, yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Listeners, as always, if you think I messed up the list, if you think I forgot any big players in the ice cream game, please let me know on Instagram at Top of the Heat Podcast, on my personal Instagram at Maxwell Lamar. I'm also on Twitter at MLacy underscore the truth, or you can even message me on Snapchat or my personal number if you have that personal number. If you enjoy the podcast and you enjoy the show week to week, I encourage you to share it with somebody who you think may enjoy it. Or maybe share this episode with someone who you know loves ice cream or someone who you have fond memories of eating ice cream with. I appreciate you listening. Thank you. Thank you very much. And as always, until next time.